Jill Bennett sitting in for Simi. Well, have you ever wondered how dictionaries come up with their word of the year? And have you ever looked at it and thought, I don't even know what that word means? Well, fear not. We are going to find out how the Oxford English Dictionary does that. And joining me now is Fiona McPherson, Senior Editor at the Oxford English Dictionary. Thank you so much for being with us. My pleasure. It's lovely to be here. Well, it's so interesting to see the different words and, and the words that are chosen. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we get to uh, this one, the one that has been uh, chosen as word of the year, mm-hmm. what is the process like? How do you come up with uh, and, and narrow it down to one word? It can be quite difficult. And what's interesting is it's a bit of a departure from our normal day job of putting words into the dictionary because a word of the year candidate, it doesn't need to be a word that's necessarily ever going to end up in the dictionary. It's one that we can look at in our various databases and see whether or not it's appearing more often than it did previously, if it's seeing this spike in usage, and then trying to think about reasons why that might be. Sometimes sometimes there's not a unifying reason. Sometimes, you know, words will be words and people just use them more because they discover them. But it's that's really how we do it. So we try and analyse whether or not we're seeing more usage out of them and then think about the reasons why that might be and then try and have a discussion about which one we're going to end up choosing as the winner. So is it generally a new word that makes it as word of the year or could it be an old word that's had, for whatever reason, a comeback? It, it can, honestly can be both. Sometimes it is a brand new word or... Well, I say brand new word. Often when you do some research, you find out that even words which seem to be brand new have actually maybe been around for a few years. But there's also, by the same token, nothing stopping a much, much older word being chosen as word of the year. Sometimes in the same sense, but sometimes because they've had a little bit of a different development as as has happened with one of the words that was on our shortlist. Hmm, interesting. All right. So let's get to the 2023 uh-huh. word of the year. It is Riz, R-I-Z-Z. And I think a lot of people yeah. will look at that and go, I don't even know what that word means. <laughs> yeah, that can happen. It's, it is very much a word that's used probably more by the younger generation and especially prevalent in internet culture. So, you know, much as I, I don't want to suggest this, perhaps if you're over a certain age, you may not be quite so familiar with it. <laughs> so what does Riz mean? It means really style, charm or attractiveness. The ability to to use that to attract a romantic partner. So kind of like charisma, but doing something slightly different. So therefore, somebody came up with the word just to, to, you know, to kind of make that differentiation. Hmm, interesting. So it's, it's a noun then. Somebody either has Riz yes. or they don't. Or doesn't, exactly. (laughs) uh, Yeah, it can also be used as a verb. Um, We have seen some examples of people talking about, you know, you can to riz up someone, which would mean to kind of chat them up or or, or charm them. But it's very much as the noun, the style, charm, attractiveness that we've chosen it as a word of the year. And you you mentioned that part of the the choosing the process is seeing how many times it kind of appears or if it's become more popular. Uh, That seems like that would be um, a bit of an onerous task to find out or to have to track a word and figure that out. 
It can be. Thankfully, uh, we have people who can write algorithms that help us do that job. That's, you know, I'm much more about the words than, than trying to work out how that can happen. But we are able to look and to see whether something's been used more often. And so with, with RIS, for example, it didn't really appear very much on our corpus. That Our corpus is a, a database, basically, that's um, thrown together, um, well, not thrown together, drawn from uh, usually news, internet news-based stories and blogs. It's got 22 billion words in it, but we're able to look at that. And with RIS, didn't really appear that much last year, but this year, as um, the Tom Holland uh, interview that he did where he was asked if he had Riz was reported that really brought it a little bit more into the mainstream so we saw the increase and and I even I thought it was interesting too and in that that interview where really people started uh, mm-hmm. talking about this word but is that part of it too that the fact that it's spelled r-i-z-z but if but if it's mm-hmm. thought also to be a shortened form of charisma then it would be r-i-s yeah. wouldn't it well yes but if you think about the way it sounds it's it's not risk <laughs> It's Riz and charisma itself has an S in the middle and it's pronounced with a Z as well. Also, I think that ZZ, and if you think of lots of the words that have that in it, they're a bit more attractive. They grab the attention in a way that other words maybe don't quite, you know, they have to work a little bit harder to do. Um, So it it, it definitely just makes it more appealing to the eye as well as probably to, to the ear. And now, when it gets narrowed down or when you've narrowed it down to the short list and then you're choosing the, the word of the year and then the, the runners up, is there a public vote or, or is the public involved in that? Uh, we have involved the public for the last two years. Uh, this year, we, uh, we came up with a short list of uh, eight words and asked the public to vote to see which four that they would um, they would narrow it down to. And then we looked at those four and we chose which one we thought should be the winner. So yeah, the public can do get involved. All right. And and I'm so I'm looking at some of the the shortlisted words and uh, mm. I think there's eight words on that. Now, a couple of them uh, there's beige flag and heat dome, mm-hmm. which I don't mean to state mm-hmm. the obvious, but aren't those are both two words. Yes, but uh, and we we do get this sometimes for people doing our job, we very much think of a word as one word two words or dare I say even a phrase the idea is that there's a single unit of meaning behind them but single unit of meaning of the year doesn't really sound that good so we do think of things which have more than one word still as a word and and so in that uh, with the words that are on that list beige flag uh, situationship heat dome swifty i think most people would would be familiar with the word swifty is mm-hmm. it a chance though for people to to look at these words and maybe learn learn new words and that there there are often going to be words on these lists that that people have never seen or you certainly used before definitely i mean i think there's there's an element of that so you mentioned uh, that you know riz wasn't necessarily that familiar some of the words will be even some of the words prompt was on there for example but which is an old word but it's been used in ai circles to mean something slightly different from perhaps how we might normally know it so for for us i think the idea that it gets people interested in words maybe they're learning something new maybe they're you know maybe they're going to use these words in their own vocabulary but also by the same token if they're not going to that's also okay language is full of words that you know, we we hear about and and we don't necessarily have to use because it, we just don't have any occasion to. But it's always interesting, I think, 
some people don't really like it when it's a brand new word because they haven't, you know, if they haven't heard of it. But then some people equally, they don't really like it if it's a word they're already familiar with because they are actually looking to learn something. So you can't necessarily always win, but um, I do like the idea of people discovering something new as well. It's, it's just an extra element, really. Right. And and I would imagine, too, it can be it could spark a lot of debate or even get mm-hmm. reaction where, where there are, you often hear people say, oh, I hate that word. It, and for whatever yeah. reason, it almost has a visceral response from you and, and that I, it could it could get that mm-hmm. kind of reaction, too. Definitely. Um, and with Riz, some people have have objected maybe that's too strong a word but let's just say their reaction has been a more negative one because they see it as a an abbreviation or as a shortening of charisma and yes that's true but here's an interesting thing about it it's taken from the middle of charisma which is actually that's fairly unusual in english as as a you know usually they just uh, if you're shortening a word you take the end of it and words that are like that if you think about fridge uh, from refrigerator or flu from influenza, it's probably unlikely that the people who didn't really like the idea of Riz being a shortening of charisma, they probably do talk about having the flu or, you know, putting something in their fridge. I think it's when you're not so familiar with something, you can have a stronger negative reaction, perhaps, in a way that if, you know, 50 whatever many, however many years down the line, you wouldn't have that because the word would be so familiar to you. Well, it's uh, Riz, I think, is going to get a lot more attention and probably a lot more use now that people are learning. People of other generations outside of the the younger ones are learning about it. Fiona, thank you so much. It was great chatting with you this morning. My pleasure. Thank you very much. All right. That is Fiona McPherson, Senior Editor at the Oxford English Dictionary. Again, talking about the 2023 Word of the Year. The Oxford word is Riz, R-I-Z-Z, an internet slang term mostly used by young people to describe romantic appeal or charm.